like now is the time to recognize your personal power because you are powerful and you're reclaiming it because it's always been there. The higher ups in society and your parents and all these things conditioned you to believe they're not there. But you've always been powerful. Y'all know this if you listen to if you listen to my episode you're uniquely powerful last season season 1. You are uniquely powerful. You've always been powerful. You just need to know what power you wield. Hi and welcome to the Clay Soul podcast. I'm Christian Dev Nicole, the host, and I'm so grateful that you are here listening. Today, you and I will unpack the beliefs that have held us back from being who we are designed to be and from creating the life we love. Together, we'll dismantle doubt, hold space for healing, and practice self-love in real, tangible ways. Grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and get ready to manifest the life you're meant to live. you and your beautiful self you beautiful soul i'm so excited to record this podcast because as you know podcasting is my absolute favorite but one thing i just want to say right off the bat is this episode is not for someone who wants to be completely comfortable this is a bonus episode and i think i'm going to do a bonus episode series but don't hold me to that y'all know i'm a manny jen i pivot but i am hoping to do this mini series to uncover some things and and jump start season two because i think there's quite a bit we could do together you and me and work through if only we will just take a minute to like reevaluate our thoughts and our minds and That doesn't even fully make sense what I just said, but sometimes you just have to get out there and get going and I am getting out there and I'm getting going and I'm, I'm telling you about it because 2024 is coming up super fucking fast and we have so much opportunity next year. I for one have a lot of shit that's going to unfold Um, just being honest, if we're looking just from an astrological standpoint, but even just like the things that I want to happen, 2024 is a completely different year for me, but I know it's going to be a completely different year for you. And so I wanted to unpack some concepts I think we need to know before that year starts, because once, in my opinion, once, um, January 3rd hits, we'll start to feel it a little, but especially after that Pluto goes into Aquarius, literally minutes from the moon moving to Gemini and the sun moving to Aquarius, we are (laughs) going to start to experience a pivot, (laughs) a major shift in, in, in all that is 
to come and to be in 2024. But let's just first start with the fact that you don't know a fucking thing. Not, I'm, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just being honest. You don't know anything. You do. You know a lot of things. You're super smart. You're intelligent. You think about stuff all the time, I'm sure. If you're here listening to this podcast, I'm sure you think about a lot of shit. I'm sure you unpack a lot of things mentally. And as we already discussed, though, you don't need to be thinking about everything, right? We just ended the last season talking about closing chapters and letting go, releasing, not letting every aspect of of what you've been through become so sticky that you can't move forward, but letting go and saying, hey, now it's time to shift, right? And and one thing I do want to point out as you shift forward is you kind of have to recognize you don't know anything. Especially when it comes to manifesting your highest potential in a highest timeline. I'm so serious with you. You don't know a damn thing and you have to have some level of humility in order to say that. Why do I say this? And and I come off harsh so fast, but I just wanted to be totally honest, right? I want to be totally honest with you. You don't know a thing. You don't know anything about what's the best for you. You have a glimpse, but the glimpse that you have, the wildest dreams you have is the floor. It's the bare minimum. It could be like exponentially greater than what you think. You have no idea. You are using inklings. Because the future is not fully promised because there's so many timelines we can move forward into. You don't fully know anything. You are here to simply be all of you, aligned to your soul's purpose, and trust that you will magnetize all the right opportunities to you. Now, I I recently made a podcast, not a podcast, a TikTok. I wish I made a podcast. I guess I'm technically making a podcast on it right now, but I just recently made a TikTok about like um, three or four weeks ago about how maybe your manifestations aren't working because they're not aligned to you. And I've been, honestly, I've been talking a lot about that lately on my TikTok. As, as you know, if you've been a listener, I'm a holistic coach. I have certifications in degrees that kind of have me in this perfect position. I'm legitimately doing everything I wanted to do when I decided to study counseling in college. I'm doing everything that I wanted to do and then some and it's a joy. And in that process, I've I've had to also learn a lot of stuff. <laughs> I had to learn a lot of things in that journey and and discover that you can believe and you can manifest and script and do a bunch of stuff. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't match who you are, if your life doesn't match, your aspirations don't match who you truly are. And I don't mean like the weakest version of you. I mean, like the true essence of who you are. If they don't match that, it's not going to work. I tried to do other jobs in, in the essentially eight years of messy fighting to create the career that I do now. I tried to do other jobs, 
that I was smart enough for, that I got certificates for, that I was qualified for, they never worked. Why? Because ultimately I was designed to do this, to use my life wisdom and manifest it through my voice in order to encourage, edify, and empower the collective humanity to move forward. That's writing across Vessel of Love, Gate 15. This is me in human design. And I'm gonna throw out I'm gonna throw out terms if you're new. I, I will be throwing out terms related to astrology and human design regularly because that's a, a central part of my process. That's it's a tool. Both of them are tools that I use to help people see themselves more clearly in order to build that foundation. So if you want more information on that, you can grab a guide. I have tons of them. You can take classes. I have free classes. I have memberships. I mean, <laughs> I have resources everywhere. So if you want to learn more about that, go for it. We'll unpack more about that process at another time again. But yeah, essentially, I'm going to throw terms out there. And that's one for sure. If you know human design, that's that's what I am. I'm a 3-5 profile. I, I literally test life every day. I test life every day. Life for me is is literally someone said an adventure and I was like, "Oh my gosh, that's a one beautiful way to to look at it." And I started um affirming that, using that as a mantra. Um but I'll, it's almost like life is Plato, which is perfect for the name of this podcast being Clayso Podcast because that's essentially the point of the whole podcast actually is that your life is moldable and shapeable. But it's moldable and shapeable by the beliefs that you have, by the mindset that you have, by how you carry yourself based on those thoughts. And I got to be real, sometimes we're not thinking aligned with who we actually are because of conditioning, because of, I could go through a whole damn list of just the way the world works, right? The way our parents believe things, the way our friends treat us, etc. We have so many reasons to not think about our personal power. I was just doing a live yesterday and I was talking about it and I was pointing out how like at this time with the astrological transits that we have, the major ones, the outer ones and the lunar nodes, like now is the time to recognize your personal power because you are powerful and you're reclaiming it because it's always been there. The higher ups and society and your parents and all these things conditioned you to believe they're not there. But you've always been powerful. Y'all know this if you listen to if you listen to my episode you're uniquely powerful last season season 1. You are uniquely powerful. You've always been powerful. You just need to know what power you wield. And stop trying to wield everybody else's. And when you do that, you become more magnetic to the opportunities that you're supposed to have in life. Not the opportunities you think you should have based on, well, this looks this way for this career and this person said I should try. No. What if you're out here trying to be (laughs) Tony Robbins and really you're Mel Robbins? They're both speakers, yes, but they they speak on completely different topics and do different things. And they have different mantles and, and different net worths, and that's okay. 
they're both incredible people. But maybe you're supposed to be one and not the other. And you're shaping your life based on one. Or maybe you're supposed to be a Bell Hooks or Brene Brown or... I'm just throwing names out there, honestly, but like you could be those people. You could be Chris Brennan and make the next major astrological podcast. I don't know. You could be all these other things than what you think you're supposed to be because you're cultivating it (laughs) based on these principles that still do not match you. Based on these ideals and these skills that still don't fully match you. And sometimes you have to realize that. I had to realize that even just as a coach, as a holistic coach, the way that I do coaching is specific to just me. And sometimes people get confused and they think I'm I'm an astrologer or a human design coach. And I mean, I understand that because I use astrology and human design in my work to help people see more clearly because we all have blind spots. Yes, and I totally understand that. And I refer to the transits a lot because they're tools. For me, it's like talking about the weather or something like that, like I'm, I'm going to just talk about it just top of mind. Um, because I use these tools regularly, but I'm not just an astrologer and I have to differentiate myself quite a bit sometimes because people come to me thinking I'm teaching them about astrology and I can, I can absolutely teach you about astrology. I picked it up super fucking quick. This is not to make anyone feel bad. It's just I picked it up so fast and I get a little obsessive about the things I learn. And so I can teach people things <laughs> because I've, I've gone through so much information. Yes, I can teach you how to understand it fast or slow or whatever you pace you want. And that's, again, available to you through some of my work, through my classes and my membership. But that's honestly, that's step one. And I'm trying to get people through four steps. Yes, I want you to know yourself and be your authentic self. That's step one. And you can use astrology, human design. I do readings for that so that you can do that. But I also want you to move through steps two, three, and four. Which includes building a foundation around who you are so your life matches you refining and releasing what doesn't match you the negative energy the shame the shadows all that shit that you shouldn't be the limiting beliefs the things you don't need so then step four you can become magnetic you you don't become magnetic by forcing magnetism and you can watch (laughs) manifesting tiktok and manifesting youtube for years and not become magnetic. Why? Because you're not framing it right. Because you're listening to everybody else. They're noise. And I'm not trying to say that like other people don't have good things to hear. I think they do. But at some point you have to start recognizing when you are just literally consuming noise and not implementing, not actualizing, not integrating. You have to recognize that sometimes. And when you don't, things don't work out and then you get upset because you're thinking I did what they said I believed I did it in the shower I did the shower manifestations I I I did the water cup I I wrote with a green pen and wrote wore green underwear I I 
blew the cinnamon or burned the cinnamon, like, etc. Like, you might be thinking, I did the things and it's still not working. And that circles back to, does it actually match you? This is why that first step is so crucial, even though it's not the only step. It's so crucial. Does it match you? You can't be magnetic. You can't do step four (laughs) without doing step one. And this is why I'm telling you, it's not what you think. What you have for you is not what you think. That's why it's not working. Because it's not what you think. You think because this one thing lights you up, that that's going to be the end all be all. But what if what what you what's in store for you, what universe, God, whoever, if you uh, think that way, has in store for you is like 10x that. Because it's a completely different thing. That could be it. You know, Bashar, um, I don't know if y'all listen to channeled messages. I don't know if you do that, but I don't listen to a lot of them. But usually when Bashars pop up on TikTok, I do try to listen to those. Um, because they do have wisdom involved. And there's one that I heard. Where Bashar was saying, like, what you can conceive in your current mind, your human mind, your 3D mind, is the floor. It's it's the bottom of what is possible in the quantum realm. And I don't know if y'all believe in the quantum realm. I do. I believe it's real. I believe it exists. I, I don't see why there's no reason to believe there are a plethora of different timelines available to us. <laughs> that that to me makes total sense right so when when he says that I'm turning around thinking okay what is the craziest thought I have about xyz what if I just threw and in that moment I was currently working on building my membership um intuitively I knew I needed to build a membership so I was just throwing a number out there and I was like, what's the wildest number of members I could have in my membership? And I was like, 5,000. <laughs> that was the impulse was to say 5,000. And then I immediately said, okay, that's the, that's the floor. That's the floor. What if it was 10, 10,000? You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea what's in store for you and what's available to you. It could be so much grander and bigger doesn't necessarily even mean bigger in number. It could be that you think you're supposed to be this local phenomenon of a musician and come to find out you're actually supposed to be a creative director that is well known on a world stage. That's exponentially greater, right? (laughs) That is way bigger. And sometimes you do have to believe in the lesser things so that you can get to the grander things. Yes, that's for sure. I had to believe in some lesser things to get to the grander things. Absolutely. You know, when I had my experience, I had like a life-altering moment that propelled me to decide to make my major counseling instead of my minor. It was like an aha moment and if I explain it it sounds so point blank but if you were there it 
actually felt life altering. It felt like divinely timed. And I should actually look up the astrology around it too, now that I think about it, but that's a whole nother conversation. Anyway, <laughs> when I think back to that moment, which I, I have very recently since this Gemini full moon that we just had, um, and then I think about now, back then, all I knew is that like, I wanted to work with people on an emotional, psychological level instead of I had previously wanted to be a, well, a lot of things, but (laughs) a surgeon was what I was preparing and kind of preparing to become, right? And and then I switched gears because I was like, wait a second, I I do not mind surgery. I got to be a part of a, a program where I got to actually shadow doctors for a full year and it was fantastic. Um... But I had also kind of realized I cared more about the mental emotional space. And sometimes that doesn't come through as, as, especially as a surgeon, you don't fully get to do that. So I switched gears and then I had a life altering experience and I was like, oh, maybe I should become a therapist. (laughs) Now, if it wasn't for the fact that I did that, I wouldn't be here now. Because if I didn't go through school having these amazing courses, I will say my counseling courses were incredible and I appreciate them so much. Um, Yeah, it was at a Christian college, but when I say the counseling courses were exceptionally quality, like they were exactly what I needed. They were exactly what I needed. But they also told me (laughs) that I don't want to be a licensed therapist. (laughs) I went through that process loving the classes but realizing I do not fucking want to deal with red tape and I feel like this should be obvious with me being an Aquarius rising my chart ruler being Uranus and my Uranus placement being in my 12th house (laughs) in Capricorn that yeah I (laughs) I'm not gonna want to follow the spiritual rules I'm not gonna want to do what people have said right my Saturn also being in Pisces. I'm, I'm not trying to be like y'all. <laughs> I don't want to follow that same step, that same process. I'm different. I want to be different in my work. And so I, I if I didn't first study counseling, I would not have known that I also don't want to be a licensed therapist. And if I didn't know that, I would not have even had an inkling of a thought process of what the hell do I do other than that if I still want to work with people in this way. And yeah, I went through a lot of bumps from then because, you know, then I started to realize you could be a consultant or you could be a coach. And being a coach is a very strange field. I'm not going to lie. I'm throwing that out there. I appreciate the career opportunity that I've created and built from scratch for myself. But like, y'all have no idea. the climate and structure around coaching is asinine they there could be a lot of better options available just being real there's not enough consistency in what's available and so there were some times when I felt disheartened because I could get licensed by certain people but it was literally they're just teaching me everything I learned in my degree (laughs) And I would be basically giving somebody thousands of dollars to do everything I already learned. Stupid, in my opinion. 
What a waste. And spend like two or three years doing it. That's a whole nother thing. (laughs) I already did that in school. Why would I repeat it? You know what I mean? And then again, like I said, not fully, it's not like a standardized system. So you could get your license from one group of people and then from a totally different group of people, they offer these things. And it's just, it's, it's a stupid system. Honestly, it is. It could be clear, but it's not. But anyway, that became a, a, I guess you can say obstacle that slowed me down. But if it wasn't for all the obstacles that slowed me down, I would not have been the type of coach I am now. As you're aware, if you've listened before, I, I am also a certified nutrition coach. And I don't regret getting that, but I thought, I kept pivoting, thinking the pivots were the whole thing. And so I started as like a holistic coach, but through um, my Christian background. And then I pivoted into maybe just nutrition coaching because that's when I finally found out that I had IBS. It took seven years for me to get diagnosed with that. And so I felt this major crusade towards helping people heal their guts through mindful eating, which I do still, again, I still have that license. I renewed it and I do still care deeply about that. I do still refer to it. It's, it's not something I don't care about anymore, but that wasn't the whole thing. And I had to realize it's still not what you think. You're kind of there. (laughs) You're kind of there, but it's still not what you think, right? And I had to just continue to follow these pivots. And then I deconstructed. I became more of who I am. I embraced my authentic self. I let go of some things. I got divorced. I, a lot of things shifted for me. And even as I continued to pivot into things that weren't fully for me, I was gathering the information and I followed these pivots into where I am now. And I, I'm just point blank. I'm going to tell you, I don't fully believe I am actually all the way there. (laughs) I do think there's another slight pivot available to me that's coming up soon. But if it wasn't for me realizing that it wasn't what I thought a decade ago when I decided to become a counselor and study counseling, if it wasn't for that, I would not have been where I am now. Literally crying in gratitude because I have coaching calls and I have reading sessions with people and I'm learning about the the deepest and scariest and, and sometimes even most beautiful aspects of their lives. And I'm encouraging them in next steps that they can take. Why? Because they ask. I don't have to fight to, to draw these people in. They see what I have to say and they come and they approach me. And then I get to basically do everything that I wanted to do without having to deal with the red tape anymore. That doesn't mean I'm shady. I don't give medical advice, like stuff like that. That's not me. I'd never do that. But I don't have to deal with the red tape of, oh, 
this company I work for says we can't talk about this. <laughs> no, if I want to talk about astrology, I talk about astrology. I don't have to deal with the red tape of, oh, insurance is kicking this back so I can't accept you. No, I don't have to do that. I offer flexible payments. You come to me as you are, when you're ready, if you want to do a payment, etc. That's great. But you approach me and I help you to the best of my ability legally <laughs> without the red tape. Which is everything that I wanted to do. Everything I foresaw for myself in college. I'm doing it today. Now again, the road was bumpy and it took me a long time. But it, as I said, it wasn't what I thought it would be. But I'm still doing everything I wanted. And sometimes you have to realize that <laughs> what you want isn't what you want. What you want is definitely a feeling. I don't, I'm sure you've heard that if you consume a lot of manifestation content, you probably heard it, that what you want is rooted in a feeling. And this is especially true if you're like me and you have emotional authority in human design. It is a feeling. <laughs> If you're a non-specific manifester, yes, it's a feeling. What you want is a feeling. What you desire is a feeling. It's not all about having this exact house in this exact state with this exact amount of garage space. Maybe for some people, especially if you're an ultra-specific manifester, maybe, sure, it might unfold that way. But I think even for the specific manifestors, you have to have a loose grip and realize it's not what you think all the time. Because maybe what's for you is for you to get that exact same house two states over or on the other side of the globe. <laughs> maybe what's for you is for you to have, in my case, like I said, the career that you desire, but in a way you never foresaw. I never foresaw a decade ago that I would deconstruct. Absolutely not. I didn't even foresee it before it happened. And then while it was happening, I was dreading it because I'm like, oh, shit. Obviously, I didn't say that, but <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm leaving Christianity. And it took me a, a while to even just be okay with allowing myself to do that. I did not foresee that one day, <laughs> 10 years from me switching my major to counseling, that I would be sitting down and looking at a astrological birth chart especially not human design because I didn't even know human design existed until like a year or so ago you know that's <laughs> definitely not not was not on my radar right I didn't know I would be sitting down and doing that and now I know how to read dozens of types of charts and I'm teaching people what an ephemeris is and what progress charts are and I have a whole class a 90 minute class on the fundamentals of astrology and human design on, on my YouTube that people can watch for free. Even better, I, I have guides and I have classes on how to use it for healing. And I talk to people regularly on how to use these tools to align to their purpose, which is something that I have always wanted to talk about. Absolutely from day one. I've always wanted to talk about soul alignment. 
And I do refer quite a bit to relational healing in that because, of course, that's my wheelhouse. My Chiron's in Virgo, 7th house in Plastis, 8th house in Whole. And my Mars is 8 degrees away. <laughs> and guess what my <laughs> senior paper was? This 35-page essay that I did when I graduated college early. It was on attachment theory. And how you can use, in that case, Christian counseling, spiritual counseling, to heal attachment issues. And guess what I just made TikToks on recently? How to find self-security. Sometimes what you want is the vibe and not the exact thing. And you have to realize you, it's not what you think. You don't always know what's for you. You don't always know what's available to you. It could be exponentially greater and give you happy tears of gratitude every damn day. And you have to be willing to release enough to understand that there's always something better than what you think you have available to you because you're downplaying yourself. You are incredible. There's so much available to you that you have no fucking clue is available to you. But you have to decide to give just a little, just enough release to what you want to say, if greater is coming, I accept it. For me, if greater is coming, it might be me speaking on stages. It's definitely me interviewing on podcasts. Y'all know I've already done that like five, six times in the past before I ever even had a podcast. And I fully expect to be doing that a shit ton in 2024. Fully expected. But guess what? Since I expect it, it's probably even better than that. You know what I mean? So I want you, if anything, after this episode, I want you to start to think about how it's not actually what you think it is. It's far greater than what you think it is, to be honest. There's so much more available to you than what you can fathom. And 2024 is your chance to do that. Is your chance to see that? It's your chance to start to experience it. I could have unpacked this from a very astrological standpoint, and I won't, but I have on my TikTok quite a bit. TikTok's really the only platform I use. I do use YouTube a little bit, but if you're trying to find me, I'm definitely on there. And I talk about this stuff all the time. Why? Because, yes, I'm passionate about it, but it is exactly who I am and who I'm supposed to be. This is my purpose. I'm doing it now. And in five years, I'm also going to be doing my purpose, but in probably even a completely different way. Who knows? Ten years from now, absolutely, it'll be different, (laughs) you know? 
you're always at any given moment fulfilling who you are as long as you live in alignment to that and you're not chasing after being somebody else. You don't have to worry about fulfilling your purpose. You just really need to just be you and trust that you don't fully know what's available to you. And that's a good thing. Because having an infinite world of possibilities available (laughs) to you instead of just the one thing that you think. Or even the five things that you think. That means you can dream even bigger. Don't get stuck on what you think it's going to be because it is greater. It is better. It's not what you think. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before you move on to the next one, I just want to encourage you to share this with a friend that you believe needs to hear this word. Feel free to also answer the Q&A and poll questions here on Spotify. And don't forget to subscribe and follow on YouTube, TikTok, Apple, or Spotify. Thanks again, and I hope you have an incredible rest of your day.